say, oh, he is a prophet or an intercessor. Um, the Lord is lifting intercessors where the pastor and I have felt. The Lord gave me the scripture of the guardians. That powerful scripture that speaks about the guardians, the, the vigilant. So we have to lift those people. But in that order, we, we don't want to say, oh, that brother has more years than the Lord. No, it's not about years. It's not also about the talent. Because some people can say, oh, that sister uh, cooks and she cooks. I told her to do a decoration and she decorates. Sister Diana has a lot of talents. But it's not because of her talents. Or it's not because of what we know. It's the heart. 1 Samuel 16, 7. Let's see that. We have to understand it. Because when God is using someone. You in your mind don't say. But why? But why him? God sees the heart. And, and it's pleased God used that person. Are we here? So let's not enter and say, oh, it's because Sister Diana knows how to do a lot. And no, that's not the reason why. God is the one that gives according to the heart, according to the need of the body. And it's not it, It's not because someone is more than another or because someone knows dance or music. It's the heart that God sees and that heart that God is interested in. That series that we did about following bubbles, it has to be rooted and centered in us because of our heart, there's sickness, there's uh, bitterness, there's things that the Lord uh, is, is not pleased about. He, he continues that healing process until you extend it and say, I release it. And that's when God starts using you. 1 Samuel 16, 7, it says, And God responded to Samuel, Don't see his appearance. What is uh, appearance? His physical. Oh, Don't see what's in front of you. When it's talking about appearance, it's not only about his structure, how tall, it's talking about what our see what we see in front of us, what I see in front of us. Because we can say, "Oh, this person knows how to talk." And it says, "Don't look what's in front of you." Or the big of his height. Because I destroy it. I I don't see what the man sees. So we have to understand that God is going to use the vessel that he wants to use. And it doesn't matter if he has 10 years or 6 months. If his heart has matured and has a passion, God is going to use it and lift that person. You help me on this. So this verse, let it uh, sink. And this verse has to um, give you word. Because many times the enemy, like the accuser, comes and tells you, you're not enough. You can't do it. Look at this. And starts to pass, uh, remind you about your past and where you walked. And he starts reminding you. And last week, what, 
he remind he reminds you of oh what were you talking about or what were you doing the lord and that's daily walking and the lord comes and says with those with humble hearts is what i see is what i'm looking for so let's look at that part we're going through different categories our heart is not like we see sometimes we are all in need of god but we're not all um indispensable because if you leave, leave something thrown, thrown, then the Lord has someone ready to for that ministry. God doesn't pressure anyone. Keep telling God, prepare me, prepare my heart, prepare the areas that I still need. The next lecture is called positioning. So it's tremendous. So tell the Lord, keep preparing me, keep molding me. What is the area that I'm still weak on? What is the area um, to do an auto exam of our emotions? Where is the area where I still fail? Where the temptation comes or the friend comes and I quickly run to it. And then I forget about what, what, what I learned. So it's time to auto-examine ourselves. And it's not about who has more or moves differently in different areas than, on a, than other people. And, and number one, uh, the importance that we're talking about. There's people that say the, the gifts are not for this church. The same thing that was seen in the primary church, if you read the letters of the apostles that was sending to um, Galatians, it means that they were in the flesh that they were sinning. We, we don't suffer with sin as much. I mean, yeah, with sin. Even if you don't say amen. The same that they went through. If you read the cards, they didn't want to uh, congregate. They didn't want to give their tithes. And the Bible speaks and says, let's not stop congregating. And that means that the, that church was the same as the church nowadays. And like my Theo was saying and... and one of her teachings um, there are only people that come to church on Sundays the gifts are necessary as much as they were before now and right now we're gonna see and I tell you because there are people that say oh that was like for back in the day so you don't need healing in your life do you not need guidance of the Holy Spirit do you not need a word of science speaking to your life when we advise someone 
they come from a place and, and they feel released and, and they feel like the Lord spoke to them. It, it's word of wisdom, word of science. So that brings healing and brings peace to our heart and calms everything that is not in order in our lives. Yes, we need the gifts. Yes, we need the gifts and we need the the miracles. And we have all experienced miracles in our lives. Yes or no? How many of you guys have experienced a, a divine healing? That power that when you say, Lord, speak to me. Boom, he speaks to you and he shows himself. And you say, Lord, heal me. And he comes and heals you. And sometimes you're in bed and you don't know from what. And the Lord gives you discernment and that's a gift. And the Lord tells you, this is from hell. So start covering yourself with the blood of Jesus and start and you start covering yourself and you start covering yourself. So the Lord still uses those armors so we can grow. So yes, we still need them till this day. Point number two. Uh, without diversion, nothing makes sense. Uh, something that we see in different churches. Um, Hold on. How the order is done in, in churches. There's different churches that take um, Holy Supper every Sunday. There's churches that dance and some that don't dance. Some that speak tongue and some that don't. But there's times, many of the times, that we do is because of culture. But Apostle Paul says all of that comes to be irrelevant if you dance or don't dance but one church that is operating without gifts then it's basically what's the sense of going to church and leaving the same if there's not going to be a change or a touch or a word that speaks to your life to walk and strain you out if there's not going to be that then it's necessary and a God is known in three different aspects and he gives in the three different personalities so what are we talking about three 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 um, the God um, it's a God revealed in three because he has three functions so let's do an exercise uh, I am you I'm gonna call your name and and you can say if you are if you are I don't know a secretary if you are an angry person if you're happy if you are a worker, a mechanic, or whatever you want, may do a description of the area in your life that you want. I am a husband or whatever. So she's going to point out. If not, then you guys are going to fall asleep. So I have to involve you guys in my class. <laughs> right now we're working. 
so then. And we're not gonna go in order, so. And say, I'm gonna copy someone. So are you ready? In your head? One of the things that describe you, rather in your personality, or in your occupation, or in your uh, phys uh, physical. You're tall, short, you're spontaneous extrovert when you use your imagination create create uh, creative be creative with your answer be creative with your answer pastor I am Thank you for your creativity and for your eyes of faith. I said creativity, not faith. Sister Petra, I am. Uh, a stay at home uh, wife. Are we live? Yes. We can translate so. is confusing and an exercise when we were in class with the discipleship we described it as the egg that has three parts it has the shell um, the yolk and the clear and we describe it we use it as a script as a example because it has three in one because you can't go to the store and say just sell me the yolk or just 
sell me the the the, the shelf because sometimes this confuses people it, it's not three gods it's three different functions and some of you guys mentioned your personality uh joy joyful some mentioned your uh occupation you guys did your physical because we're not just one person how boring would have been if sister would have just been a servant and not a mother and and not a, a creative person and, and brother William doesn't want just the servant part of sister Diana he wants all of her and God gave our personality to each and one of us so that's the part where we want to take you guys the personalities the gifts something that identifies the anointing or symbolizes in the Bible. It's really easy. Anyone that represents the anointing? Anyone? What represents the anointing in the Bible? The oil. Thank you, sister. The oil. But it's a symbol. You know that even you can make the oil. You can make your own anointing oil. The art of the perfumist. You can make your anointing oil and you can make it yourself. But the oil in the Bible represents the anointing. The anointing of the Holy Spirit. So they are those gifts of the Holy Spirit. Which minister in... And then when I was doing this class... Before we left um, on a trip... Natalie shared with me in one of the mm. but if um, it was a time it was one Wednesday that, that we stayed worshipping and there, and there was a special anointing and then I think it was Saturday we saw Natalie and she shared with me 
that in that service she saw my hands that were full of oil. She was praying on the back and she saw Pastora full of oil. she would touch the the heart of pastor and the lord gave me after the part and this part is important for all of us and the lord reminded me today it was important for everyone he he spoke to me of that oil and the oil is the anointing that's in you as the anointing that you have and, and the gift of healing the other day and you don't know how to explain it. But last time when I was with my mom, with her eye getting better, and we were connected um, in the life. And I started praying for my mom. And and my mom said, I felt something hot releasing from your hands. And, and something that burned me in, in my back. So it's the anointing. And listen well, and this is what I want to share. We... As parents, because then he he told me that 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 she was basically God was showing her the the anointing, the anointing of um. Hold on. Impartation. Not any anyone can pray for you. The spirit of impartation. If there's a spirit of uh, rebellion and, and I lay hands, then another rebellion person is going to rise up. It's it's delicate. So do you understand? Don't, don't let your leaders pray for me. Don't allow them anointing you. Be careful because they're, they're not one rebellion person or someone who, who is bitter. That spirit of impartation... The Lord said, In your house, there's a spirit that you impart. If there's madness, uh, fight, and, and that anger, and that bitterness, you're impart, imparting to other people. And that's why I asked the Lord, Do I correct this area or do I not don't correct it because when you correct whatever they're imparting at home it's rebellious according uh, to authority okay lord thank you because then I'm just wasting my time if I minister to William William you have to be more quiet you speak a lot in class sister laughs because she knows that her son is really quiet and I tell William so you can listen and pay attention and he comes and says Pastora told me this this and that and if at home there's not a spirit that's gonna help him grow and tell him oh you know you need to be obedient you have to do it because it's your responsibility to grow but if she says oh no why did she tell you that then what happens? I, I wasted my time. 
So even in that area, nowadays, I ask the Lord, do I speak or do I not speak? And the Lord tells me, wait. And then the Lord tells me to wait. And then the Lord tells me, okay, now speak. And even in that mother, husband, God can even give us the spirit of discernment of, of where the attack is coming from. And where it's coming and, and why the economy is bad at home. And the Lord tells you, check this, check the room, check the phone, check that, check this. How beautiful when we are guided by the Holy Spirit. So that part, when bo the both parts that um, Natalie shared with me, when, when it's about um, the class. Each mother and father of home, they impart a spirit in their home. What spirit are we impart imparting in our home? What spirit do we impart in our children? Some children, some young people come and break down in the altar and, and without someone telling them they're folding, they're, they're bending knees, they don't even come and say hi. Some, some youth don't even come and say hi. And as a parent, we have to minister. When we see in Tabasco, we were rejoicing. And we had to minister. Our son doesn't give us uh, give us um, a hard time, but sometimes he doesn't have that right attitude. Oh, when I used to when I used to roll the eyes to my mom, she would roll them back to me and now we see we see that in our children we say what is that so we have to minister attitudes he doesn't roll the eyes but but he was like really really i want to leave already and he was like come on even in practice even in practice in, in worship practice we are creating the atmosphere. We are creating the atmosphere for those that are going to enter and receive and break. But it starts even before. Our attitudes. If I tolerate a, a rebellion spirit at home. It, but if at home, it doesn't start, then nothing is going to be worth. There's a root at home. And I know that God in His time, He, he does the work that He needs to do. I want you to meditate and say, what am I imparting in my, in, at my home? What do they see? Do they see arrogance or they, do they see forgiveness? Are we understanding? Do we see the spirit of that they want to pray or the spirit that they're watching uh, TV all day or, or doing things? Or what moves? Uh, what are you imparting in your children? Faith, prayer. There's little kids that pray with with a with a strong um, 
some children that pray and and we wish that one of the ones that, that are art are up here would pray like that the presence of God is important the prayer is important worship is important and that the house of God is important that the minister is important and that we do every step of our life is important for God and that you, you're going to reflect it so take that the anointing number two the gifts of the sun edify the growth the spiritual growth of what through what how can we see the sun that ministers and edify the growth the spiritual growth of our children how do they do it if we don't know it's easy or maybe someone knows it the Holy Spirit ministers through the anointing the atmosphere uh, the gifts of the children mm, I can't read that word that black book that we have at home that we sometimes open to we sometimes forget to open it our Bibles the word of God you say Lord speak to me open your Bible and what he starts to edify the growth and you don't realize but when the moment comes when the, when the trial comes he brings to memory the word so we say we're growing because it, that problem won't, would no longer affect you even when I'm in the valley of the shadow of death we won't fear and you're growing because you know the word how does it make us grow how, how does he edify us it's uh, it's through the word of God and everything that we need to know is in the word of God right now uh, with the discipleship we, we have a, a verse um, that I left uh, behind to memorize so they so I don't know if, if that's uh, we have to learn verses to learn a verse and say oh this one minister rather pastor or someone sh uh, shared it but you have to memorize because it's the word that's gonna bring the growth in you when the when the trial comes that word will f will come out and, and it makes you not hold back when you're walking so let's go to number three the gifts of the, of, of the Father administer the church. Mm. The Holy Spirit administered through anointing. We're talking about categories. We haven't talked about um, about them. Point number four. 
the essential of God, we know it in these three forms. And every gift of each member of the Trinity, nature, and there's a list of four things for purposes of the gifts. We've seen a lot, but it's to manifest his power and his glory. When the gifts are operated in the church is when heaven and earth unite and that invisible God he manifests through each and one of us. It means that God uses us. God can use you. God is going to use you in different areas. That God is is visible. And I say, um, many times the only God, Christ, and the only Jesus that the people is gonna see is you how uh, through your actions through how you are so if you have that love and you manifest that compassion and you have that they are receiving of Jesus because Jesus is not gonna come and make himself carnal so he already did, did it so now he left us so it's our job that when you speak that we impart that joy it's the Lord through us we are seeing the characteristics of Jesus in my brother it's tremendous right so in your house however you treat your husband he's seeing the characteristics of Jesus how Christ is so that makes us think there's times we need to tell the Lord guide us even in my actions and emotions because we want to represent what God is faithfully so through his power and what moves so that's why it's important that we prepare the atmosphere the members that come in Come a little early to have that time of prayer to prepare your heart first of all because first we need to prepare our ourselves so it can the word can enter and, and we can say Lord prepare the atmosphere so for whoever walks it through those doors they can be um, receiving and the power of God what do you think many times we come in and we say there's something different and beautiful here. How many have you guys heard that? What is that? It's not the dance. It's the presence of God. It's that anointing that flows. It's the power that he manifests. What is manifestation? If you don't know a word, you guys can uh, ask we don't know what that word means. Manifest means make visible. That you can feel it. That there's an atmosphere that you can re- 
place um, that you can breathe. And that is the power that is manifested, that transforms the soul, and that you makes you say, I want more of that. And, and when there's a taco place and, and they're good, you say, I want more of that, right? Yes or no? And no one knows more about good tacos um, than Sister Sylvia. Last time, last time she took us like a, a large uh, flauta. Uh, she she said it was machete. And that flavor, because not in all places they cook right. But when you go to a restaurant that that they give you food that that you say, wow, this is food, the the seasoning and everything. The youth, I don't think they have that that taste that you can confirm it but sometimes we would go to eat and, and, and we can taste when, when it's from can or not but the youth really can <laughs> and she said uh, sorry mom if you're hearing me we had a retreat and we went to we uh to a retreat uh, where Sister Mickey and and there was a group uh, uh from Texas uh, Arizona sorry I always get the states wrong uh from Arizona and we went and her mom came and she said oh yucky th- this tastes like can and and Pastora was saying oh well I think that's what elders do. And then we're eating, eating. But nowadays, now, now I taste the differences. The the differences. Once, even in the skites, so you guys can. But in Tabasco, in the water, they have a, a like herbs. They put something, even of the water of the esquite is different. So when there is the manifestation, when we come prepare uh, and prepare the atmosphere and we pray and we say, Lord, clean my heart if, if I miss or, or whatever happened, Lord, I'm here. And you create that environment. When the manifestation comes, the souls are souls are restored, and they come and say, "There's something different. I want to return to that place, like that place." But I know that more than you guys have uh, gone, and that the food was horrible, and we and we never went back. And you probably even remember that place. And, and and you say I can't believe I paid thirty dollars for nasty pupusas. Remember that place that we went to hold. Oh, Holy Father! I don't know what happened to them, but but I think if I I first of all I don't like cooking, but if I do some pupusas, I think the pupusas would come out better than the ones I ate that day. And you never go back to that place again. Imagine someone comes and, and says. Oh, I imagine that sister that dances and she never comes and say hi to me. 
So the Lord is preparing us. And the one that was dancing and singing. And on Sunday, when they come to visit, I was making sure that no one, um, I missed no one to say hi. And they, when they see you out there, they, they, they say, oh, that sister didn't even say hi to me out there. And, and they have a bad experience, uh, marks the life of someone. If they're brothers and, and if they talk about... <sighs> Those experiences uh, mark us. So when we have prepared the Holy Spirit and, and that environment and everything that that's moved in the same spirit and that the Lord flows then we you're not gonna have to um, speak to them but they feel the presence of God and when they come with strong chains those chains would not resist it's happened that right there in that door they stay and pause and they say I can't enter here and and we took him to the to the room with um to break chains the presence of god it generates something it generates something that's why it's called power because you don't feel it but wet your hand it and, and touch those the, those two holes right there in the in like, where the electricity is, and, and they they're saying no. Because you can electrocute yourself, but you can't see it. But there is power, there is presence, so you start being free with that uh, conflicted heart. generate the, the power and the presence we are responsible of that that the Lord to tell the Lord Lord move you you generate you manifest of the power and glory of yours number two when we're with the Lord are we going to be growing and growing and going to a different level yes sister Diana are you the same person that that you were three years ago no right you've grown it's been levels and the word of God says uh, from glory to glory uh, triumph to triumph and so I have to grow so another auto examination am I the same Carlos that I was five years ago or, or am I am, am I more frustrated physically maybe less hair and all of that <laughs> he says don't speak for me but physically we're changing right 
brother Juan is like, do I laugh or do I not laugh? Should I laugh or should I not laugh? How do I examine yourself? Am I the same person that I was last year or how have I changed? Make a list. And the things that, be, that used to bother me before, do they still bother me? Or have you learned to release it to God? Or the things that afflict you uh, before, do they still afflict you? The movement, the presence, uh, it, it liberates, it frees people from affliction. Luke 16, 18. Luke 16, 18. So let's read Hebrews 2 4. Point number one. I don't want to jump. He 2 4. Write it in your notes. It says. This is where we're speaking the manifesting the glory of God here in earth and in church. Hebrews 2 4. Uh, God also bears witnesses both with signs and wonders, with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own his own will. So it means it's the signs that are going to follow the miracles. When you hear miracles, uh, about miracles, you're going to say, you're going to tell me that you were sick and someone prayed for you and God healed you? And those are signs that follow the children of God. So if you have not yet experienced, they say, Lord, teach me. Teach me to walk seeing spiritually and I can discern to where the things come from sometimes there's sicknesses that, that you can pray for yourself you yourself can receive healing you yourself can pray for yourself you don't have to say uh, pastor come pray for me even if you don't have um, um, oil get olive oil and pray for your house and pray for yourself and sometimes maybe you hear noises at home. You yourself have the power and authority to pray for your home. To pray for your children in your home. So that is the signs, the miracles. Was going to follow us uh, for testimony. To edify and perfection the church. That was number two that we covered and every gift works in a special way in different way and in that number two when it says uh, edify and perfection uh, the church of Christ we're going to answer real quick some edify 
some uh, perfection. Others produce character. Character and growth of faith. Is it necessary that we, for us to have faith? Yes, of course. Is it necessary to trust? That's where your faith is going to be funded. Not only say, have faith in what? What has nourished your faith? So that's what makes the word. So it, it um, gives freedom to the uh, in time and affliction. Not in this class A few months ago deadly it will by no means hurt them they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover so it means that even that the enemy has planted for my life even I drink it or I inject it or whatever it's not going to prevail because my life belongs to the Lord because my life was any arm against my life is not going to prosper and that's the faith that you have to have the nothing that the enemy throws you and even if we can't walk in fear we can't walk I know the Lord, the day that the Lord is going to take me. I don't know the day he's going to take me. But I know that God has a day written for me. And I say, I don't know if it's tomorrow. I don't know if it's 10, 20 years. That's why I have to live every day according to what God called me to be. Walk in faith. Walk straight. Because I don't know. But I know that the Lord has written already. He has the the shot the the shot doesn't have it. The Lord created me, so He formed me. He He liberated me from death many times. So 
what he's how is he not gonna uh, um, liberate me from a shock but that Jeremiah 33 3 says call upon me and I will answer call upon me what happens is that we we call upon other things what do they say about this what do they say about that so you end up confused more confused than than a roach dancing with a chicken and you say oh what do they say what do they say the lord of god says call upon me and i will answer don't spend your time don't spend your time wasting there's people that are obsessed and the enemy has you in fear I heard a phrase there's no a person more dangerous than this it is what it is it is what it is you can't come and bring fear in me no because whatever is going to happen is going to happen because the life decides it uh, God, God decides my life And the Lord said, no, you have to return to AD and you have to give number five and you have to continue the class and, and we're here. There's people that die from a heart attack, uh, yes or no, because of fear. But if it's not your time, then it's not your time. And when it's my time, like I said, the Lord... child of God and, and, and you're in of God so why what what afflicts you what's the fear if we say we're children of God there's moments and I've said it so God said if you have sang that I am your everything that I am your life that I am your friend so call upon me don't seek who's going to help you and say please please help me no call upon him if he is everything, he has to be our everything. To whom of you guys, God is your everything. God, you're my trust. God, you're my morning. You're my night. You're my day. You're my year. He has to be our everything. Number four. Manifest the presence of God in the midst of us. Matthew 28, 20. 
and this in um, theory if a soul is impacted if one soul grows and one soul flourishes and gives fruit for that soul it, it was worth uh, studying uh, staying late up because when there is two or three congregated in my name there I am in the midst of them so brother even in your home when you have your service at home or that service with your children or, or your lecture the Lord is there there is the presence of God we're gonna get